You've heard it a million times and you've said it to yourself a million times too. Everything's working out. Everything's going to be all right. The highest and best good is always happening. These things are easy to say, but they're not easy to live and feel all the time. Today, I'm bringing on an incredibly talented mindset and manifestation coach, Jessica Jovanovich, to dive deep into what it really means to allow everything to work out for you, to truly find yourself in alignment with the growth, income, impact, and fulfillment you desire. You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for rising entrepreneurs, coaches, and change makers who are here to achieve more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. I'm your host, Andrew Donovan, and today I'm excited to feature a guest speaker, Jessica Jovanovich. And today I am graced by the presence of an incredible mindset and manifestation coach, Jessica Jovanovich, who is my bestie in real life, and also like one of the best mindset manifestation coaches you could ever work with. So hi, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Hello. I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. This is such a treat. Sorry, and I didn't mean it when I said one of the best. I mean the best. That was, yeah. Oh, let's correct. Yeah, Language let's correct error that. on my part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm happy that we landed on this topic today, talking about why everything is always working out for us as like for, for everybody, everyone listening to this, because there's, there's a lot of topics that you and I tend to gravitate toward when we're talking about, I mean, just the things that we're, that are unfolding in our businesses and the goals and aspirations we're looking forward to. But I feel like this is kind of at the center of everything. Don't you think? Absolutely. And yes, it, it's as a mantra, right? Like everything is always working out for me, meaning anybody who hears that, that's, for you. I like that clarification. Yes. Well, and as a coach, I mean, you can look at your clients straight in the eye and say, everything's working out for you. I know this is true, right? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, powerful. Why belief. do you use this as, a, as one of your like regular mantras? Um, I feel like having this as a mantra, as something that we go to, it helps us stay energetically in aligned in a good place, like no matter what's happening, instead of getting distracted. So I feel like it's this foundational belief that then supports us no matter what's going on in life and what we're what action we're taking in our business or what we're experiencing in life's relationships, whatever. It helps us to not get caught in the weeds. Okay, so I agree with that. And I want to spend just a couple of minutes talking about why it can be hard for a lot of us to really feel the truth of this statement. Everything is always working out for me. Because I mean, we've all heard it. Like we've we've read it in all the little manifestation books and all the podcast episodes we've heard and i mean even in in many sacred spiritual texts there's different versions of it like asking it is given and people say oh i know god loves me no matter what or or people say the universe has my back all the time but then in everyday life i think it's really easy to say yeah 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 okay I, like i've heard that a million times but this is really hard <laughs> right now really sucks and i and maybe i in this moment I don't feel like I'm actually completely and utterly supported by a loving God or a loving universe or are not tapped into source. So, so can we discuss that a little bit? Why it's hard to like really implement that sometimes? Yeah. And kind of along with what you said is it's something that I think people love to embrace the idea of. They're like, yes, absolutely. But then the integration of it, we start to put things in the exception category. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that except for over here or except for this scenario. 
as if the universe has exceptions, you know? And so I think that's part of what trips people up. It's this great concept, great idea in theory, and then in actual real life, people are like, never mind, you know, I'll grasp it over there, but it doesn't pertain in my implementation and integration. Right, yes. So, okay, so places where I, I see myself getting trapped with this is if I've got a, a, if I've got a story about why something isn't working for me. So maybe like I'm, I've got a story about how my spouse is showing up and why that's my reason for not being happy in this moment. Or I've got a story about why this part of my business isn't flourishing the way that I like it to. I mean, the, the moment that I am conscious of those stories, that's when I realize, oh, I'm not really living in this moment that truth that everything's working out for me, right? And, it, and sometimes I feel like, don't we get good at collecting a lot of evidence that are you know, that, that our roadblocks are true, or like we, you know, we say, like you, you, you've mentioned just now that we think there's exceptions, and it's easy to think that there's an exception if you've got a lot of evidence in front of you that looks like things aren't working out for you. Yeah, it's kind of like the what isness. Like the what isness can capture all of our attention, and then whatever we're focusing on just drums up more and more of that same thing and more and more evidence of it. So I think that is a reason why this is so challenging. It's almost like, I, I mean, we want to be smart. We want to be, um, and, and we equate that with being like very logical and practical. And so that's when it's like this trust factor or everything's working out. Um, it's hard to even believe that because it's like, no, my logical mind tells me this and the what isness, my current reality, what I'm looking at right here and now, and therefore we limit all possibility and we just like zoom in and focus in on whatever the scenario is. And I think that that's something that we've practiced our entire life. And there's no shame about it. It's just now maybe there's this new way that we want to operate, but we've practiced it a long time. And so we're really good at that also, gathering the evidence, being caught in a story that's reinforcing what we don't like and making it impossible for our brains and our minds to expand and accept something beyond that. Well, people call it being realistic, right? You say, yes, I get that I should believe in all possibility and I get that I live in this like magical, abundant universe, but I live in the real world. <laughs> and, and in the real world, sometimes it, it feels really shitty and it doesn't feel like things are always working out for me. Um, <laughs> But face palm on that, face palm. I mean, so much compassion, right? Because we're not exempt from this. No. We've been there so many times. We're continually there. And that's not the, there's nothing wrong about that. But yes, that exact phrase, um, you know, where it's like, I'm not being negative. This is just the truth. This is just what is. This is just reality. And it's funny because it's justifying the limitation. It's, it's reinforcing the exception. And cool when we can then start realizing that that behavior and saying, oh, I'm just in the real world is just kind of this like keeping a small thing because then we can choose yeah. again. But yes, I hear that all the time. Well, and then here's another thing that we humans like to do. We say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that everything's working out for me. And God loves me no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And we seem to like have this belief that there's a time delay or we can't have everything we want or we can't have it right now. And so we say, okay, I guess everything's working out for me, but I must need to suffer and struggle right now to get what I want first. Like maybe if I prove myself worthy enough, or if I work hard enough, or if I sacrifice enough, then things will work out for me. But I got to do all that other stuff first. I, right. It's the contingencies. Everything's working out for me, asterisk, uh -huh. <laughs> as long as X, Y, and Z. It's the contracts that we make, which is interesting because any contract that we make 
we will see that to be true for ourselves, but it doesn't have to be that way. And because I know there can be resistance on that where it's like, well, no, no, I, I have this belief, this contract. And so it works out that way. And yeah, because anything you believe is going to like happen for you, but it's cool to then be able to realize, oh, but you're not stuck in that. You can, you can write a new story. You can choose to view things differently whenever you want. So I think that's helpful. Like when, if this is a new concept to someone or they're recognizing within their own life, some of this story, I, I'm very solutions oriented. So I love to reinforce, like you're not doomed. <laughs> it's okay. Like you get to choose again in any moment. And it's great to kind of gather that information, um, to see what our patterns have been. Cause it allows us to really effectively choose. Again. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's the key, like being aware and choosing again. So we thought that it would be fun if we talked for a couple moments about how it actually works. Like it's, it's one thing to say, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The universe has always got my back. Everything's working out for me. But, but it, I think it's helpful to understand like a little bit of the energetic mechanics, the behind the scenes of how things are actually working out for you. Okay. So where should, where should we start here? I was just going to ask you that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> where do we want to begin? Okay, so the way that I like to describe it, and I've said this in a recording, uh, an episode recording before, I'm here right now in point A, and I've lived a bunch of life. What I've lived has caused me to desire more. Like, we, you always want more. That's just part of the expansion of the universe. And the contrast of what I've lived has caused me to want certain things to become improved, to become better. So I'm in point A. I want to be at point B. The point B is the improvement, right? And there are unlimited ways that that could happen. Like there's no limit. I mean, literally, there are infinite number of ways that I could go from point A to point B. And some of them are really, really tricky and difficult and have a lot of struggle. And some of them are like, whoa, that was miraculously easy. For me, the way that I like to think about everything working out for me is I know that when I have a desire the universe answers simultaneously. It's a simultaneous thing. I don't have to work for the answer. I don't have to become worthy of the answer. I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to give something up. If I desire something, the answer simultaneously exists on an energetic level. And if I weren't to get in the way with introducing a bunch of resistant thought, then the most incredible, serendipitous, miraculous, spectacular things would immediately start to piece themselves together so that the desire that I just launched would, would begin to unfold. But, but, you know, as humans, we introduce resistance all the time. But, but that's the basis of how I like to think that it works. Yeah, and you said serendipity, synchronicity. Like, how many times in the last, like, three weeks have we had conversations and I'm like, I'm geeking out lately, yeah. like, getting this message of the synchronicity of it. And it's so cool because when we let the universe do the heavy lifting, which I think is a term that you introduced to me, like, hey, let the universe do the heavy lifting. When we really believe that, we get to focus on who we're being. And that's really, a. when we talk about how it works, as much as I would love to be like, okay, so you do X, Y, Z, steps one, two, three, and then voila, like, I would love to do that. But so much of this work is about being and about intuitively guiding yourself. So it's less about, here's the action steps in the traditional sense, and it's, turning inward to being in this allowance energy in this receptive mode. And what's cool is um, you, you'll fight a little bit maybe against this traditional mentality of the hard work and the hustle and I've got to make it happen. But when you realize like it's still going to happen 
it's just not all up to you and letting go of that story of like, if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. It's like, no, 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 the universe is going to take care of it. And the more you stay in your lane, the more you allow space for that to happen. And then you intuitively know how to be <laughs> as you're doing this. And then you'll see like a fun experiment. If you want something to do <laughs> a fun experiment of how this works is to start tracking the synchronicities that appear in your life as you prioritize this belief as you prioritize letting the universe um do the heavy lifting because that's like what our conversation has been over the last three weeks just me geeking out of oh my gosh this happened and this happened and this happened i couldn't have orchestrated it if i tried and that's i think that's relevant to share too like even if we tried if we could wave a magic wand and do everything the universe surprises and delights us in ways that we couldn't have even fathomed. And so we suck at that. <laughs> we suck at trying to play universe. We, we do. So let's do our own job of like being and allowing and receiving. It's kind of like tending to your own energy, your own vibration that then allows these other things that have been circling around you to click into place beautifully. Um, without us getting in our own way. So for those of you who are listening to this and you're thinking, okay, but I need the seven steps to be able to get there. Hold on. We're not, we're not going to give you seven steps, but we will talk about some like things that you can implement. But first, what, what I love about what you just said, Jess, is that the synchronicities are lining up regardless. Like whether or not you're in alignment with those or in a space to receive those synchronicities, they are lining up for it. And if, if you've had a practice for a little while of waking up in the morning, meditating, tuning into your own source, your own inner being, finding that gentle feeling space of, of inner abundance, of inner peace, inner well-being, then you can't help but begin to notice those little synchronicities all over the place. I mean, this morning, I play this little game with me. I, I wake up in the morning and I choose an energy or a feeling space that I want to tap into. And, and today I just wanted to tap into like little miracles. So I, I'm getting out of bed. I'm noticing just how comfortable my sheets are as my skin slides across them, getting out of bed. And then I go to the bathroom, I turn the faucet on and I'm just enjoying how the water's the perfect temperature and it just like pours up endlessly. I mean, these little dumb things that happen anyway, but I'm just feeling the appreciation of this. And then as I spin more and more in that kind of energy and I'm not doing anything, I'm more being it, right? I start to just have all these inspired thoughts, these epiphanies, and I have to pause and write down in my journal because, because I'm so excited about all these things that are coming to my mind. But it all started, they're all, I would call these all little synchronicities. It all started with focusing on that just little, that beingness, as you put it. Yeah, I mean, when we, when we really do focus in on the beingness, it is just incredible to see how things unfold and it's not about the doing i know we keep saying that but it's like i, I reinforce that because i know how the mind works and how we'll be like yeah yeah got it yeah yeah got it but no, no no that's the concept we want the integration and so when you mold this over in your mind at least for me the more i did that the more i started to understand it on like a soul level um i have a silly example like a it's the best example I can think of right now. And I wish I had my like synchronous synchronicity serendipitous notebook so I could like have better ones. <laughs> but I was driving in the car once with my husband and um, the car that's been on my vision board that I want to buy next um, one in a color we'd never seen before. And this type of car doesn't really like drive around where I live anyway, but it happened to drive by where we were in town. And he's like, Oh my gosh, did you see that? Did you see the color? And I'm like, 
no, I missed it. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. But I wasn't like worried or whatever about it. But how fun would it have been to see it? Then we're like cruising down where we're going. And this car of the exact same make, model, and color, which could not have been the same car, logistically speaking, the direction it turned and then where we went, drove right by. And like that for me was this giddy little moment where I'm like, oh, I got to see the car anyway. And it was a different car. And if I was trying to orchestrate that, I couldn't have because it seemed impossible. And so it kind of created these little moments where I realized when I'm in my lane and taking care of like being and really kind of resting in that space, how things get orchestrated for me. But it kind of developed this phrase where I'm like the impossibility of it all. And not that we are actively in impossible energy it's more this like sense of wonder where i'm like ah the impossibility that car couldn't have come that way except for the universe doing that and it was just this like moment of joy for me but when anybody takes this on as like the game they want to play like you'll see that and it's catered to you like that was catered to me and my specific like desires and what lights me up and you guys will like anybody that tries this on gets to like start to feel that for themselves and see the synchronicity. And maybe you'll have that same sensation that I use the words of like, oh, the impossibility of it are all I just love when the universe gets to like blow our minds. <laughs> okay, so I want to take this to a next level because because the, like, I mean, this this is a fun little thing where you see the car that your your dream car twice in a row and it's super unlikely. But I want to apply this to, I want to take it to the next level. Okay, so let's say that you have a dream car that you want because, because your current car sucks and it keeps breaking down. So you're really frustrated with it, right? So you're like, I need a new car. Well, the trick that I find with believing that everything is always working out for me is that maybe there's something I want and I'm stuck mentally on how I think it has to happen. So maybe I, I'm like, oh my gosh, my car's a piece of shit. I need a new car. And the way that I'm going to have to get it is we're going to have to sacrifice and scrimp and save for a long time. And it's going to be two years before I can even afford my new car, right? So I just described like one very limited, very specific way that you could get your new car, neglecting all the other ways that it could happen. But, and, and if you were to get in that receptive space within then you'd be available to all kinds of incredible inspired ways to get the new car, right? But here's the, here's, the, here's the real kicker here. So while you have that desire, you also have a lot of other desires that are percolating in your vibrational vortex, your energetic escrow, right? So some improvements about maybe a relationship, some improvements about maybe something in your home, some improvements about uh, maybe something physically with yourself or something financially. You've got all these other improvements. And sometimes I think that we get so stuck with our focus by saying, here's what I want and here's how I think it has to happen, that not only do we limit that one thing, but we also pinch off all the other things that we're trying to unfold simultaneously. And if there's anything I know, and I'm not saying what I believe, I'm saying if there's, if there's anything I know, Oprah style, what I know for sure, for sure, about everything working out for me, it's that when I get in that receptive mode, many things simultaneously spin together all these little synchronicities that that like you said i could never have picked out i couldn't have orchestrated if i had like if i had the most genius brain in the world they all start to just line up and i look at all these parts of my life that become that start elevating together and i'm like okay this is like a charmed life do i do i deserve this because this is unreal and it's so fun you do <laughs> you do deserve it let's just clarify right. that no like how I, I mean, there's like two things that you said in there that I are so, you said lots of great things. 
two things I wanted to speak to. One of them, yeah, because there can be a lack energy. Sometimes we think like, oh, I don't like my car. I want a new car, so I should hate real hard on my car now. So the universe gets the message that I don't want this. And if everything's working out, then it'll make it. That in and of itself is us trying to like orchestrate the how. And then we can't neglect law of attraction, universal law. Like your energy is just in the lack of what you want. Right. You're going to reinforce more of the shitty car. By introducing I mean, more that, resistance. That's how it works. Yeah. Yes, yes. And thinking, because really, how often do we think, I don't want the universe to think that I want this, so I've got to whine about it, I've yeah, got to yeah. gripe, i got to complain, so I can push it away. And it's like, no, that's like making you a magnet for it. So we don't then have to lie and be like, oh, I love my car. But anything, like you were saying, all those things that are like percolating and all these good things that are working out, we can focus our attention. And this is probably getting a little more into like the true how to implement it, but like we get to focus our attention on what actually is working, what feels good. The sheets that you talked about when you woke up, like that's easy, there's no resistance to it. If there's something else that's working out in your life, then that just rises your, raises your vibration and it allows the other things to be taken care of. You don't have to look at what's bad, the old traditional setting a goal like, oh, I'm bad at this and so I need to put all my time and attention to try to make it a strength. It's like, no, focus on what your strengths are and allow your strength, meaning in this sense, what's already working out for you, what you're already like, there's no resistance to, dwell on that, really kind of focus attention and energy there, and that will just translate to everything else. But again, that's us staying out of our own way, because we go to ourselves and of ourselves and think that we have to do all the heavy lifting, and then it all feels daunting and such a drain but when we focus on what's good it allows the universe to come in and kind of lift everything else up yes oh i love that that's so good okay i had an idea also for people who have really scientific minds you want to you want a logical process i just i want you to understand that this is not a woo-woo thing this is not a sometimes when people hear about law of attraction or manifestation principles it's like they think that you like whimsically toss a desire out to the universe and maybe if you're lucky or if you're blessed then something will pick it up and bring it back to you and that's not what we're describing at all so for those of you who are really logical you're going to appreciate this the more that we dive into quantum physics the more that we understand that all iterations of reality exist simultaneously so every possible version of anything exists simultaneously and we live in this physical plane where you see what you see right but what you meet is always going to be an energetic match to what you are being. So Jessica could have a gazillion versions of her dream car and how it came about and, and they all exist simultaneously. But the one that she's experiencing right now in this reality is the one that's an energetic match to what she is being. Because your being is the energy you're broadcasting at any given moment to the universe. And so... That's why we like to treat it as this fun little game. It's not my job to go out and like pick out all the details of how I need everything to unfold so that I can be a pleased, happy person. It's my job to remember that just me living life has caused me to desire a whole bunch of stuff. And the universe is always, I mean, all those desires that I've launched, their counterparts already exist. And so if I can tune into the beingness, the good feeling space of all that improvement that's when it starts to rendezvous with me in my physical reality here and in a nutshell that's basically how manifestation works so we we said that we were going to talk about like things that they could actually do to implement this and we've actually said it all already <laughs> <laughs> well we can add on yeah. to it we can make it even more tangible Let's. 
Okay. I'm, I want to make sure we haven't left anything out. I mean, I like what you said. What did we say on the other, um, on the phone the other day where like, this isn't woo woo. And when we hear everything is working out for me, when we have that belief, the fear is, so before you've really integrated it, the logical mind would say, if that was the case, then I would just sit on the couch all day and do nothing. Yes. I, I said we'd sit on the couch and eat bonbons, but I'm not really sure what those are. <laughs> and I said <laughs> so, trumpets. <laughs> we, yes, I don't yes, know what those so are. Sit on the couch, <laughs> eat some chocolates. Okay. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a rhyme about that. Um, anyway, so that's like logical mind, ego mind, um, being practical. That's kind of where we think, oh, if everything's working out, then I would never do anything. But that's such a scarcity belief. That's the thinking, oh, I require external motivation to move forward, um, to thrive in life, to reach my goals, to build a business, to make money. I have to be taking action. Well, you can take action that's congruent with what you want. And if you believe that everything's always working out for you, it's going to allow you to stay in your lane while you're taking that action. And if you truly believe that everything's working out for you, you're not going to go just sit on the couch. That's, that's like a reaction to scarcity. That's a reaction to lack of belief in yourself and in the universe and the ways that things are unfolding. So I think that's really relevant to keep in mind because I see that so much with my clients, this resistance to some of these topics where internally on a soul level, the soul is like, yes, but then your mind's like, nope, 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 not possible. You got to work hard. You got to hustle. You can't lay on the couch all day. And it's like, no, when you're truly aligned with this belief and so you're staying in your lane and showing up in a congruent aligned way, you're going to be moving in a way that is bringing you in a synchronistic way to everything you desire, but it gets to feel flowy. It doesn't have to feel like the, the struggle and the sacrifice that we have likely been conditioned to believe. So I want to clarify that because I want people to have that relief that breathing into this flow and this downstream living does not equal the, the laziness that we've been um, afraid of in life. Well, when, when we're afraid of the laziness, I mean, it's almost like we put action on this huge pedestal and you and I both know this and we, we catch it because we're both achievers. We catch ourselves doing this all the time. Right. But, but it's nice mm -hmm. to be aware of it. It's like we, we have socially agreed as a large population that action is this like most praiseworthy thing. And that if it's like difficult, hard action and involves a lot of sacrifice, then it's even better. And, and then you're more worthy of what you want. But I, mm -hmm. I want to say this without sounding like I'm like patting ourselves on the back too much because I mean, you and I, like we're, we're aware cause we talk so much about where we get stuck and we, you know, we, we help each other workshop through stuff. But I would say in general, we are both, we've both learned to be pretty conscious about this process. And when something starts to go awry in life and relationship and business, whatever, and we start to have that freak out moment where we're like, oh my gosh, maybe things aren't working out. We catch it pretty early on. And I can say for myself genuinely, I 100% believe that if I can back off and get out of the fray of everything and just tune into what that feels like, the trust that everything's working out for me, I mean, like, it's almost instantaneous that, that I start to see evidence that things are actually always working out for me. And sometimes that includes some inspired thought and I'm in, I'm in the flow of inspired action. And sometimes it's just things just drop off on my doorstep. But the point is that I begin by that feeling, tuning into the feeling of everything where is working out for me. And then I start to see evidence that it's true. And, and it's like mm -hmm. such, such a fun game when you start practicing that. 
Well, it is, and it makes so much sense when you start approaching it that way, and how often before we shifted, or how often with my clients and, and myself included in this, where we go about it the backwards way, where it's like, no, 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 I'm going to try to fix everything here. I'm going to try to create the evidence, and then I'll feel better. This very, like, conditional, I will believe that everything's working out after X, Y, and Z happens, and what a, anytime we feel upon an extra brutal way to live. You can do it, but it's really freaking brutal. And so I love that it's like, no, 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 let's just tweak this. Let's approach it no longer from a backwards space, but like starting um, from the energetic place and letting the evidence just flow from there. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. That, <laughs> there's so many good things that, that, that are coming to you our friends who are listening to this, if you can start to figure out how to just like ease your way into this, this concept a little bit. And it's, and we always like to remind each other, Jess and I do, that it's, this isn't serious. Nothing serious is going on. You're not going to fuck it up. You're not going to get it wrong. If you catch yourself in an out of alignment moment and you catch yourself feeling, you know, misaligned, bad, negative emotion, that, that's not wrong. Like you're not messing it up. You didn't go backward. And the fact that you're aware of it is actually so valuable because you're aware. And like you said way earlier on in this episode, Jess, now you can make a different choice and you can say, oh, I see that I'm out of alignment right now, that I'm tuned into things not working out for me. <laughs> and, and now I know that. And so I can like be a little easy with myself and gently start to tune into things working out for me. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, I think that feeds in perfectly to the true, like, if we want to give a little more tangible of how to implement it, um, some things from what you just said that I heard, like really being an observation, being committed to observe ourselves versus judging ourselves. Nothing's gone wrong. If we notice that we're not in that trusting state, you don't have to kick your ass about it. Nothing like that. You just get to pivot. And I think maybe the pivot is one of the most beautiful ways. If we want this like tangible, how do I actually implement this? is to prioritize the pivot where you're just having this like gentle awareness of how you're operating. And then when you start to notice, like this is, I guess would be um, really relevant to what we've been, what I've been expressing to you lately, like wanting to heighten my awareness when I'm working in my office or I'm, I'm excited about these things that I'm created and I see this momentum building. But the second I want to be as, as close to the second as possible when I start to kind of take it back over and put it into my own hands. And I start to get into that energy of like, this doesn't feel uplifting and inspiring. This feels like heavy and a little bit of a struggle, even just slightly, where I get it back away. And I stay in my own lane. I've said that how many times this during this little chat, but it's like your job, your job is to enjoy the journey. Your job is to stay in the joy and the downstream feel of it and allow yourself to chill out while you are trusting of the process. And it's a lot easier to chill and trust the process when you realize that your job is to enjoy. Um, I, I think that that's a strong way to implement it. Like the pivot, when you notice it's not joyful, when you notice you're, you're going into this other lane, whoop, pause and redirect without like judging yourself. Use the sound effect. It's really helpful, guys. You can have the just whoop in your mind. No, but like you get to, um, without judging yourself, without making it mean anything, if, if anything, you're just going to have this moment of appreciation of like, what a relief. I get to choose again. Oh, wait, no, this is how I operate. Oh, what a relief. Joy in the journey. I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well. <laughs> well, and I think understanding what that pivot feels like is really the most practical way to, to implement everything we're talking about here. If you have 
let's say that you've got a handful of things that aren't working out in your life. You're thinking about them all the time. You're really worried about them. The pivot does, is not to go from worry and desperation to elation. That's so impractical. The, the pivot can feel as simple as a subtle sensation of relief. Because if you've been in, say, desperation or discouragement or dis, you know, something like that, and you go from that to overwhelmment, that's a, that, that, that little bit of a pivot is going to feel like relief. And you just rose your, you raised your vibration a little bit. And if you can go from overwhelmment to boredom, <laughs> like, like that's, that, that will feel like relief because it's a subtle improvement in your vibration. And so the game is not, how do I go from feeling like, oh, my life sucks to I'm so excited about everything because that, that doesn't really work ever. But if you can tune into what feels like a little bit of relief, what feels a little more satisfying, and you do that over and over again, day in and day out, you, if you do that for, if you did that for 30 days, my friends, you would notice dramatic changes in your life, in your finances, in your love life, in your sex life, in your business life, like all of it. If all you did was say, every time I catch myself feeling you know, anything that's uh, uh, more of a negative emotion, I'm just going to pivot towards something that feels like a little more relief, a little more satisfaction. And that is when the evidence that everything is working out for you starts to become absolutely undeniable. Mm -hmm. And remembering that, like, that, I mean, that's so beautifully said. And noting, noting that, like, in our brains, we're, we're laying down new groups, new track patterns, new ways of, of, experiencing and responding and so the we want it to have our automatic response eventually be one where we're in the trusting state but noting noting and noticing that it is okay to be committed to it and over time you'll see that those new track patterns are laid down and that's i mean that's when it becomes the more automatic where you have less of the um i'm trying to think of the right word struggles like the wrong word but less of the struggle and <laughs> right now you're really in the pattern and the habit of not believing that things are working out or believing that as a concept but not feeling it in your life and thinking the second that oh something's gone awry or um you know there's a pressing concern so i need to that that belief's irresponsible i need to take this into my own hands you know you'll start to observe yourself and see like okay how do i pivot through this energy and then i wanted to speak to like literally for if you're an entrepreneur or you're working in a business working on a project you can sense this too when it stops feeling fun. And sometimes we get really, really attached to the grinded out mentality and they keep moving forward and we, we start to believe all these lies of, if I don't do this thing, then nothing's gonna happen and then I won't make money and blah, blah, blah. Like we really add a lot of meaning to, <laughs> to what the action is. But it's like, no, no, give yourself that space to, first of all, choose a new story. Like you can make anything mean whatever you want it to mean. Make it a story that's advantageous to you. If you're gonna attach an interpretation onto a fact, right? But then also using that moment to pivot and remind yourself of like, what's my new belief? What do I want to believe instead? What would I like to um, be feeling instead and allow yourself kind of move up in that progression so you're feeling better. Um, and then you don't have to drop quite as low either. It doesn't have to be this big overhaul every time it becomes um, where, like you said, after 30 days, the pivot is a lot quicker. It's not so much resistance. It's not as big of a, a struggle or a hassle. <laughs> to 
to get yourself back into the better space. And what you just shared, I mean, is really just another, it's, it's the same, it's the same thing just from a different angle. So you catch yourself in a moment of a really low feeling and, and, and your thoughts are maybe, gosh, the world is stacked against me. And, and if you were to say, just kidding, I'm going to rewrite that with a story that everything's working out for me, that might feel overly optimistic and it might, you, it might be beyond your reach to actually get there. But could you say, sometimes I see that things are working out for me? Yeah. And does that feel a little bit better? Sure does. And then you could say after that, you know, actually pretty often things are working out for me. Does that feel a little bit better even still? Yeah. And then could you say, you know, probably most of the time or many times I'm aware that things are working out for me. And, and little by little, you keep pivoting and pivoting and pivoting. And then again, just as we've been saying this whole time, after a while, you start to really be practiced in the feeling of things working out for you. So if there's, if there's anything that you could take away from this, it's, it's that. Just, I mean, pivot and pivot and pivot until the feeling of everything is working out for me becomes more and more second nature. And boy, is it a lot of fun, right? Yeah, it moves from this like belief that you're reaching toward to this like foundational truth that you're like, oh, this is just now on an identity level, who yes. I am and how I'm operating, who I'm being, which is why we said it's about being, not right. doing. We do these little actions ultimately with the objective being having it be on an identity core level. So it's not this far reaching idea. Yes, 100%. Um, I have loved this, and I'm so happy that we got to talk about this. And I love all of your insights. You you have you have much wisdom to share. <laughs> so, oh, thank you, right back at you. <laughs> thank you, and thank you, friends, for tuning in with us too. So, um, we wish you the best of the the best week ahead of you. Practicing your being in tune with things working out for you, and do me a favor: hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode hit the share button and you can DM this, you can text it to friends and family or colleagues that need this message. And be sure to hop on over on Instagram, Jessica Jovanovich, Jovanovich is how you spell it. So, but you say Jovanovich, <laughs> but go, go follow her on yes. Insta, on Clubhouse, on Facebook. And, uh, and we will definitely have you back soon, Jessica, I hope. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that, it's been wonderful. Okay, well, thanks everyone. We'll see you in the next week's episode. Bye for now.